Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. But before that, the former Justice Minister, Charlie Flanagan, um, he says both politics and society are ageist. This is after the cabinet reshuffle uh, just yesterday. And he says it did nothing to reward experience and wisdom. And he said, in my profession of politics, there's a huge focus at election time on the youth vote, as though older people matter little and have nothing to contribute. And it's not that I necessarily want to talk about the cabinet reshuffle today, but I do want to hear your thoughts on Charlie Flanagan's comments about whether society, Irish society, is ageist. And how do we view the older members of society. 1800 453 106, that's the number. Sheila's on the line. Sheila, do you agree with Charlie Flanagan? Are we an ageist society? To a certain extent, we are, Andrea. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I'm just thinking about all of the service companies that have gone digital now. They all communicate with us through digital means. And older people like to still get their bills. They still like to be able to speak to a human being on the phone. They still like to be able to do their business, you know, not Mm. on the Internet. Yeah. Because a lot of them don't have Internet connections. They don't have smartphones. I have a particular elderly relative now who is extremely disadvantaged because of all of this. That's how I, I know. I mean, it, it affects myself as well. These days, in order to get through to a human being on the phone now, you have to spend the best part of a half day. I know, trying to track them down. And you'd even do well, Sheila, then to, uh, you know, yeah, get, get, get to, to talk get to somebody, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, and then press one, press two, and press three. And older people can't cope with that. Mm. So now, and I had another example recently yeah. of um, a management company where there are a lot of elderly people, owners and, and renters in this particular development, and they had their annual general meeting by Zoom. I mean, most of the people, the older people in that development, haven't even a, a computer, a smartphone, never mind know how to get on Zoom, which is a pretty pain in the arse anyway. Yeah. You know, so, and then the other thing is, an awful lot of uh, companies and businesses have gone card only. I was in the matter hospital recently and an elderly man was trying to pay for his cup of coffee with cash and he couldn't. Wouldn't now, in fairness to the girl behind the counter, she said, OK, I was going to pay for his coffee anyway. But, you know, people, some people still yeah. go to the post office and get their, their pension out in cash. I know, I know. And, it, 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 it's, and I, I think it's just unthinking, you know, just not aware, unaware young people in these businesses not realising that there's a whole cohort of people mm. out there who, who who just don't understand all of this. Okay, so a sort of a, we we've, we could say we've an unhealthy focus then on the youth, basically, in, in, in Ireland. Well, it's not so much unhealthy. It's just that these people are just cut out of it, Andrea. They're cut out of the discourse on any of these things mm. because they're not on a digital means. Yeah. We should look at the whole situation we had earlier this year with AIB and the, yeah. the ATMs. And sure, the, the oh. people were going mad ringing in here and emailing in every day for days, really? you know, the few days yeah. it went on. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible the, yeah. the, the impact that, uh, that, that, that that had, Sheila. Gay is with us as well, Sheila. Gay's on the line too. Stay with us. Um, Gay, do you think we're ageist in Ireland? Hi, Andrea. Um, well, like Sheila said earlier on, 
you know, the whole digital thing, moving everything on to digital is not really suitable for a certain cohort of people because they just don't have the means to work with that. You know, um, like, say, my 85-year-old mother has to get us to help her with, say, online NCT or, you know, paying bills or whatever. So, like, it is very unthinking, you know, about that whole cohort of people and there is this thing called the grey pound. You know, the, um, people in their 60s, 70s and 80s have money to spend. So why not make it easy for them, mm. you know, to spend that money, um, you know, help small businesses, whatever it is. Um, so, I, like, I definitely do agree with that. However, I think it's a matter of perspective. I mean, my mother thinks that I'm a young one and my 23-year-old daughter thinks I'm old. So <laughs> it's yeah. um, like, people of our age have uh, wisdom that we've gained over years of experience and an intuition, you know, of how people work with people, you know. So I think that shouldn't be forgotten about, mm. even if things are moving on in the digital way. And I think that's the point that Charlie Flanagan was making, we'll say in relation to politics and when he was talking about, yeah. obviously, you yeah. know, the jobs that were that, that, that were going around yesterday and the reshuffle and yeah. he felt it did nothing to kind of reward experience and, and wisdom. But I think it's an interesting point he made in general about our views towards, um, I don't want to say necessarily older people, but sure, we're all going to grow mm. older. Like, And, and, and the yeah. points that you and, and Sheila made around services that are there for people and it's the support. It's often just yeah. the support mechanism. Mechanism. You know, it's been able to go in and talk to somebody in a shop or pick up the phone and actually get somebody without waiting an hour on the phone. Absolutely. And I think if you combine people, you know, people say 20s, 30s, 40s with people in their 50s, 60s and 70s and 80s, you'd find fantastic solutions to a lot of different problems in society, in communities. You know, when the newer ideas combine with the older wisdom, I think there'd be um, a huge way forward for people to help find solutions to things. Emmanuel is on the line too. Uh, stay with us if you don't mind, uh, Gay and Sheila. Emmanuel, do you think we've an ageist view towards older people in Ireland? No, absolutely not. I think that's incorrect. In fact, I would take the opposite view. I think that the, the victims of Ireland's economic system are young people. Okay. They can't get houses. There's no land available for them to get houses. Yeah. They... they uh, because of the extension of the uh, pension age and the age age requirements, it's as if there's a time in life when you work and then there's a time when you retire. And that makes opportunities for younger people. Whereas by by extending the pension age and so on, you're actually limiting the chances for younger people to enter the workforce. So that's another discrimination on the other end of the equation. But if you actually take, for example, who has the wealth in Ireland? Who are all the millionaires? They're not young people. No, they're, the they're not my people. age anyway, I can tell exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> so the, older, the main wealth in Ireland is in the older age group. So I, I don't think that you can say that there's discrimination against mm. age. But I think, in my opinion, discrimination is the other way around. Yeah, OK. It's interesting, though. I think we're, when you read, you know, what Charlie Flanagan in the comments yesterday and talking about the focus on, we'll say, the young vote, you know, particularly around election time, I suppose a lot of that shifts towards the age bracket I'm in, whether that's your mid, your late 30s, people in their early 40s, because they're the people, they're working, still paying mortgages, probably children in crash, going to school. And there is often a greater focus, though. There's a more weight nearly put on that. I think Charlie Flanagan's actually right about that. 
Yeah, well, I, I think myself that maybe Charlie is uh, politicizing his own situation into the general equation of uh, equality and so on. No, I, I don't think so. I think, that, I think that the, the older generation have all the wealth. They have made no efforts to increase the supply of land for young people to have houses. We still have the continuation of emigration. Again, if you look, even look back at the famine, we still have a continuation of emigration, young people being effectively forced to leave, no land as well. So everything under British rule is still happening. There's no there's continuous emigration. There's no availability of land. The government's housing policy is totally, I mean, I can't say it's a disgrace because that wouldn't be sufficient to describe the level of incompetence in terms of creating houses. There was a brilliant project in the United States in the 50s where they had an emergency housing problem and those houses being turned out at 10 and 15 a day, mm. a day, were being turned out and brought out on site and built. If the motivation is there and the determination is there, we could solve our housing problem within two to three years. That's my absolute belief okay. that we were determined. But there's okay. no determination. We focus. The land- okay. Sorry, just one more point. The landlord system is still fully in place, which we had during the famine, and we saw the results of that. So... Ireland needs to rethink itself okay. in terms of its independence and review its whole behaviour in terms of its, its, its way of dealing with problematics. We, we don't need to copy the United Kingdom. We've seen where that brought them. So we should have an independent frame of mind and a determination to create a, a new state mm. for which okay. we are given okay. that freedom for. Let, let, let me bring in Noel as well, Emmanuel. Noel, would you agree with Emmanuel on this? Like, you know, are, are we wrong about it? We don't have an ageist view. It's actually, it's the, it's the younger generation that's been hard done by. Um, well, I agree with the first two talkers that you have. Sheila um, and Gay, yeah. Um, I wouldn't agree. I, I, I think uh, the big the big problem is that we, like I'm I'm 55 now, is that okay? There is certain people that block up land, and uh, yeah, but I, I think that's a, a, a landlords get a bad. I'm not a landlord. I'm a renter. Um, landlords get bad press, but. Uh, I know from my own experience and my own family, I've I've had families rent out houses and I've given up because they're paying so much tax on the property that we're renting out. And I I think like uh, there's a there's a wonderful scheme uh, not too far from me um, in Roscommon um, where young people come in and they teach older people about. Um, computers and stuff like that and how to use them and, you know, just mm. basic stuff. And the older people pass on wisdom that was mentioned by the first two uh, callers that you had. Okay. Um, they pass on their wisdom of stories and, you know, like songs and stories that take them away from, you know, like uh, computers and stuff like that and bring them into a world that, you know, like uh, Tommy Tiernan. Uh, I know this is a different radio, uh, different uh, an RTE. I thought Tommy Tiernan's Epic West was fantastic. The, the first episode where he delves into all people telling stories mm. and songs and, you know. Okay. So then do you think we are ageist then towards older people then, uh, then Noel? Um, in certain ways, I, I, I think it's just the generation that we are. The, 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 I'm not going to criticise younger people because they're wonderful. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. uh, some wonderful, absolutely wonderful younger people out there. I don't, I don't think it's so much ageism. I, I think it's just, I don't know. I think we have a generation now where it's instant gratification. Yeah, and everything is just instant. We Has to be done now. Ten minutes you know, ago. And I, I must admit, I was guilty of it on Sunday myself. 
Um, I was I was buying some shopping in a super value in a local town of mine, and there was a woman in front of me. Um, she was a, she was in her late seventies, I'd say, um, and she was counting out her money. And I was thinking, Jesus Christ! I, I come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And she just wanted a chat, and that that's what she was used to. I know. And I, I think. You know, sometimes... I know, you nearly feel bad then, don't you? You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I suppose we have to acknowledge that, that now we want everything to happen now. I know, the race to get to the to the top of the queue. Nikki yeah. is on the line as well. Nikki, do you think we're ageist? Um, no, I don't think Ireland is ageist. I think it's just times are changing over, like, period years. But uh, I think society, like, we're moving forward gradually. And I think um, maybe what was accepted in the, the 80s and 90s isn't accepted today. And I think change is hard for the older generation that have had things like a certain way for like maybe 50 years of their life. And they're having to adapt to the changes that are making the world a better place today. If you think of like banking, for example, internet banking is like, extremely secure. It's better than carrying like your, your purse or your, your wallet full of cash. Um, in comparison to like having a bank card where you need to put pens. Okay. But what um, what about Sheila Sheila's point there though a little earlier, Nikki, that like people don't mind um it's it's not necessarily, I suppose, about the change or the shift in society, but it's the support that we're putting then in place for people and it's it's the lack of supports that are sometimes there. I think definitely more support is needed. Um for from my own personal experience, uh, my uh, my grandmother-in-law, like she's seventy-six, and she's very computer literate. Does lots of things on the computer, pays her bills on the computer, does her internet banking, um, switches uh, to different energy providers, all via like using her her laptop. Um, I think we need to teach the older society how to use these tools that we're putting in place to make it a better world. I think that definitely needs to happen. Um, on the other end of that, older people need to be able to accept the, these incoming changes mm. um, and and just advance slowly as a society. I think it's, that's the way it has to be. It's, it's getting better over time. But okay. We're getting there slowly, but we do need to help the older generations that are finding it difficult, but we still need to advance. We can't just not, we can't stop advancing. Uh, we need to move forward. Okay, is, is that a fair point, Sheila? You're still with us on the line. Is that a fair point that, you know, we people, we, we need to move on a little bit? Oh, of course. And I'd be the first to say that, you know, the, the, the whole digital movement has helped and made life infinitely more convenient and better for everyone. But it's just, as you said, the support. And it's just the fact that there's this group of people who are kind of left behind and by the way, I agree with Emmanuel that the younger generation today as regards housing are hugely disadvantaged. Mm, oh, absolutely. And, but it's, it's a different argument. Yeah, definitely one, we, one we have here. Yeah, the conversation because, for I mean, today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about whether Ireland is an ageist society. 1800 453 106 is the number. Brian is with us on the line in Dublin. Brian, do you think we're ageist? Um, in one particular aspect, travel. You know, basically when you reach 66, you get a free travel pass and all that. Now, it's not about free travel. It's about the fact that if I take the ferry to England 
from Rosslare. Mm. I'm being charged upwards over a hundred euro more for my return trip. Why, Brian? I don't know. I rang them and I asked the question, but nobody's got back to me. What do you mean, sorry? So, so what's the yeah? Explain that to me. Um, basically, if you go in and book your booking, you know, for your say you're one adult in a car, you you get you get your options hopped up to you. Um, you can go in, but you have to fill in your age. And basically, like I th- I talk about, you know, okay, cheaper, you know, you're filling in your age, sixty five plus, yeah, you're you're getting a reduction. You know, I, basically that's what I thought. Mm. So another time I went into book because you know at the time of the year I was looking around looking for bargains. And I didn't put in my age, and it comes up fifty euro one way. It's over a hundred, say one hundred and twenty euro for the same trip if you're under sixty-six. And what is it if if you're over sixty-six? It's a hundred, a hundred upwards upper of a hundred euro more for the same trip. Okay, and you've no no reason as to why that is, or you didn't get any answer. No reason, and I no no reason, and I did, and I I found it like anywhere else in the world that I travelled. You know, even at sixty, I was getting discounts. But yeah, the, you know, for I the privilege of travelling, I haven't a clue. Basically, as I said, for the privilege of being over sixty-six to cross over and back to England, you're paying a hundred euro more for that trip. Okay. So you, you, your point is that you think we are ages then towards older people when it comes to, well, you've mentioned the the ferry. Um, other people texting in, though, think that we're actually very, you know, we're very accommodating to um, the older generation. And funny, the travel card, the free bus pass, is something that's been mentioned in the text line. Yeah, I, I don't get to use it much. Right, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it, I, I think there's another anomaly there. Um, they give you the, whatchamacallit, the golden years holidays. You know, if you, you book your hotel, you get a golden year's uh, holiday. You think you're getting a, a bargain. But if you, if you go into one of the, the booking sites yourself and book it up, you'll actually find that you'll get it a lot cheaper. <laughs> if you do it yourself, right, okay. So much for the... No, uh, I, I tra- I, I, I've travelled a lot, you know. Yeah. And I, I, you know, like from, say, from Buenos Aires to Montevideo, it's the fastest ferry in the world. You know, they looked at me and said, what are you doing? Oh, they automatically, Vietnam... They automatically give you, they don't even ask you, you know, okay, I, I look my age, I suppose, but you're automatically given a discount for being in the elder generation, whereas here you're being penalised. I, I don't know what it's to do yeah. with insurance or, okay. you know, like I can't, okay. see, like I, I consider myself to be a better driver. You know, I've, I've driven, I've never had an accident all my life, you know, I'm, I'm going to be more cautious getting it on and off a ferry. Mm. You know, I, I, it's not as if I'm going to We'll try and find that out for you, Brian. Uh, funny you talk about travel. I have another text in here from a listener. Um, Irish society, definitely ageist. It's the rush to keep the cars out of the cities. The massive expansion of the bike lanes, along with the new way of banking, the online payment of bills, totally ignores the elderly, to whom so much is owed. We, hel- we help elderly relatives ourselves, but I dread to think how difficult life is for older people who don't have those to advocate for them, says this texter. 53106 is the text number if you want to join us this afternoon. Stay with us, Brian. David is on the line in Waterford as well. Um, David, do you think we've an ageist attitude towards older people? Well, well, my issue would be with the taxi industry, and we recently uh, were told that we have to take cashless payments. I have no problem with that. I'm, I'm taking them for 18 months now. 
But there are people in their 70s driving taxis that don't even have a smartphone. And these things require you to pair up a terminal with your smartphone. And uh, they don't often work. I mean, if your smartphone is already paired to your car for uh, hands-free phone calls, they're competing with each other, and they don't often work. I've often been caught with the uh, the 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 cashless mm. card payment I have, and I can't use it. So I can imagine people in their seventies would have big problems. And is that something? Where, where, you're in Waterford, David. So yeah, I'm so. in Waterford, and I, I was looking at an article in the newspaper in September where one of the biggest companies in Ireland, an app-based company, is calling for taxi drivers to be fined and reported if they refuse to use the cashless payment system. Mm, but you're saying your point, it's funny because I'm a big fan of the cashless payment and the taxis. But you're yeah, I am, I, I am too. Yeah. But, uh, we have drivers in their 70s who don't even have a smartphone. Yeah. I mean, and you have to physically, you have to pair these things up. Like they, they, mm. they just don't happen automatically. I know, you have to pair I know. a terminal up with your smartphone and it's impossible. And this thing is also dependent on... Uh, uh, you have a, sig- a broadband signal. So I got caught recently in Cheek Point, and I had to, the guy said, you take a, car, a cash payment? I said, yeah, no problem, headed out to Cheek Point. And we had to go back in as far as the Dunmore Road, oh, which, serious? Is about, yeah. which is about 10 kilometers to an ATM machine in the end. Because there was be no broadband. No broadband. Yeah. I know. And that, that is a, that is a yeah. fair point. That is a, it's a fair point to make, certainly, David, on that. Um, a lot of people talking about the travel. The travel is the one thing now, I think, that's really starting to antagonise people about this, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, if you want to... We're losing taxi drivers. If you want to lose more, you keep forcing the elderly uh, lads out of the industry who, who just can't keep up with... Uh, technology, I mean, okay. that's the way it is. Okay. Paul is on the line as well. Paul, do you think we've a, an ageist approach here? I, I think we have. It's, it's probably because of technology has caused that. Like, I've got two daughters, 20, 24, 26, and, like, everything is done online with them, and it's fast, and, it's, and I'm saying, but it's well and good, you, you, you're doing it online, I says, but it, there's a cost to everything. Every transaction you do, but 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 they totally, totally dismiss me, and uh, when she's booking a taxi, she, my daughter, when she's out, she's working, she's booking a taxi, she, she does the apps, you know. Mm. And more times she's been let down. And in fact, one time I had to drive for, for, from RD to Dublin to pick her up because she couldn't get a taxi. Yeah. Because she has to put on her destination or where she wants to go. And that's another problem with those apps with taxis. They ask your destination where you go. Now, if you're going on a short journey, they don't want to know you. Mm-hmm. They might pick a longer journey across town. So I decide, well, then, then lie on the journey where you're going and then just say, when, well, you know. So there is, a, there is a lot. As regards the ages thing, there's such a, a large population of, of over 60s in this country. And everyone's forgetting them. The banks are forgetting us because the problem is, is, is that even ATMs and cards, I know loads of people in local town that don't have this card, don't have access to the internet. Do you find and that yourself, Paul? Like, do you think that the whole shift now is to move complete? Every, everything is just online. You can't talk yeah. to anybody. Well, see, they're trying to get everybody to do it online. But and, like it was on your program there recently, you had some coffee shop in Dublin. That's right. Carrier. That's right. Yeah. And I wouldn't go near the place. <laughs> Would you because, not? you know, I wouldn't, I'm sorry, but I've got cash in my hand you know, here mm-hmm. it is, here's life, you know. And, and, and the, the, the banks at times have control because they, they say, oh, they make it, the banks actually make it harder for you to, to, to lodge money, lodge cash now. You go in with a load of cash that you've saved. My, my, my daughter recently saved a load of 
pound coins for two years in a jar. Mm. Oh, the trouble she had to get that money into the bank, they didn't want to know. You know, like, so, like, it's crazy. And old people, as you say, go down for pensions. They're getting the pension in cash. And they just want to, you know, pay the bill. And and they can't do it because you have to do it online. Mm. And this is the problem. Every company seems to forget that not everybody has a phone. And not everybody's online. And this is the big problem. As soon as we get that across to people, because they are such a big customer base, the over 65s. You know, they, 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 they still spend in their local shops. They still spend locally. They spend with cash. You know, and, and, and this is the thing that technology can leave you behind, unfortunately, if you don't keep up with it. If you don't keep but up. And, 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 and it's funny because we had a caller a little earlier in the programme who got in touch, Nikki, and she was making the point that, you know, like, not so much, so what, what about it? You've got to move with the times. But it's the support that then that's not there for people. No, there's no support. I, I'm telling you, I mean, you try and phone up and complain about your phone, your phone line not working. And it's an endless thing. Mm. You type in your your account number, you type in your phone number, and you're still put on hold. An hour later, you, you know. Now, how can somebody, like an old person, do something like that? They've got a problem, they on a mobile phone, and they're over an hour waiting, and then you get through. You're, you're still not talking to a person, you're still talking to a machine. And at the end of it, when you do get a person, the first thing they ask you is, what's your account number? I said, well, I've just punched into the phone. You should know that already. You know, so this is the problem. Um, a lot of customer services all done away with. You, you try any customer service, no matter who it is, your phone, your your, your electricity. You try and phone through, and it's horrendous. The, the waiting time. So um, what these call centres do, I don't know. Yeah, and you know. That that is a big problem, and yeah. I don't okay. think some of these call centres are even in this country. Okay, yeah, you know? no, that's a lot of them. Are, a lot, definitely, some are outsourced, no doubt about it. Uh, Finton is with us as well in Wicklow. Finton, do you think we're ageist? Well, sadly, yes, um, uh, I think so. Um, but um, my involvement, if you like, uh, uh, has been over the last twelve years. I I decided that the idea of people going, seniors, adults, going into a classroom situation does not work. That what we've got to do is find one teacher for each learner. And uh, that's why I started a thing called one-to-one digital. And uh, what we do is we get schools, the students there to volunteer. And on a one-to-one basis, each student gets their own learner assigned to them and works with them once a week, uh, helping them with whatever digital device they bring in and look for help on. Um, so we're not lending them equipment. We're giving them uh, a chance to learn on their own equipment, be it the tablet, the laptop, the mm. smartphone, even an ordinary phone, a non-smartphone we help people with. And how does that uh, go down, Fenton? Well, it goes down a treat because it's a win-win situation um, where the young person gets a huge value out of being involved in this. Um, they get to, to learn some of the wisdom of the older person that they're working with. Yeah. Um, they're in a supervised situation, so it's a safe situation. They're typically transition year students in schools. But also, I've, I, I, uh, as my confidence grew, as I involved and brought in more schools to the system, I started working with the universities and the IT colleges. So it's undergraduates and indeed also uh, postgraduates who volunteer and go on a one-to-one basis uh, working with uh, a local adult. Mm. Um, and the beauty of it is that the adult is working on what they want at their speed. So they're learning what's most relevant for them at their maximum speed because it's one teacher working at their speed. And there's no issue around, obviously, pass, you know, passwords or dealing with you know, money or online banking or any of that kind of stuff? 
no. In the training that we give the tutors before they meet the adults that they're going to work with, we explain the need for uh, com- uh, complying with GDPR regulations. Uh, also, the safety of not knowing the mm-hmm. PIN number of the adult. And if we do show them anything to do with internet banking, it's only what can be done mm. To actually set up a live bank account, we say to them, no, no, that must be done by a friend, a relation, somebody else. It can't be done no, by, be by done. some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too, it's too um, unsafe for the, the young person as well as for the older person. Yeah, I, I, I presume there's a lot of programmes like this going on around the country, is there, Fenton? Well, I've introduced it to 84 secondary post-primary schools so okay, far. right. And uh, six uh, IT colleges and four universities. And uh, we're starting up again in Belfield in the in the James Joyce Library, hopefully, fingers crossed. I haven't got the go-ahead from them yet, but they were running it mm. each year up to COVID. And I'm hoping that it will restart Continue now that COVID on. behind I'm sorry, it. what's your involvement, Fintan, in this? Just something you've decided to do as a volunteer, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah my my kids yeah. are off the payroll, so I, uh, <laughs> I'm able to... <laughs> yeah. I'm able to... I'm of that age as well, but I'm, I, I did get the digital wave, but some people didn't. And... Um, it's, it's isolation personified if you can't do that anymore. It's the new literacy. Simple as that. Mm, the new literacy. And particularly um, when everything, you know, is, is going that way as well, when the oh, whole push is so. to get online. Like. And more so, yeah. And, and the other thing, apart from looking at it, that's kind of looking at it semi-negatively, you know, when, uh, but what about the positives? There's so many positives for us older folk if we can, instead of going into a flipping queue, we can do it from our home. Yeah. In the middle of the night, if you wake up, you can do your road tax instead of, you know, going there during the office hours and standing in a queue. My goodness. And in the rain, forget it. You know, this is all online. And it, it, the, the thing we've got to get across to older folk is that this is no longer um, as difficult as computers were when they were first invented. I remember struggling mm. with them when they were first because That's they weren't true, intuitive yeah. like they... <laughs> They're so intuitive now, yeah, you know? know, but with a youngster helping you each week and doing some practice in, in between lessons, you can accelerate at, a hu- at your Absolutely. fastest pace. Because uh, yeah. you're, not being, you're not being told what to learn. You're, you're coming in with your questions, a notebook with a question on each page, leaving room on that page for what you're going to learn about that topic. Yeah, what to do and, and where to find it or where to find the app and, and, and all that goes with that as well. Fintan, listen, it's a fantastic initiative. Um, congrats on the, the rollout and thanks a million for getting in touch with us here in the programme. 1800 453 106. David and Paul as well. Brian, also, thank you for getting in contact. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.